1: Get your personalised plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may
2: vary.
3: The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply, see mcdonalds.com. Hey everyone and welcome to Extra Time, uh, the post-match phoning show here on the channel um, with myself, Dazzling Dave, and of course my co-host uh, from the podcast, Amy. How are you, Amy?
2: I'm very good. I'm very, very good. I feel feeling a very... I te- we were texting before the match, weren't we? And I said I had a good feeling about tonight and I'm very, very pleased with the result so, yes, what about yourself? No,
3: you, I, I did get asked on the live stream earlier. To be honest, Amy, they said a couple of people asked, "What are, how is Amy feeling about the game?" <laughs> and um, I did say that you'd message me and that you've got a good feeling in your bones. I tell uh, you, I had
2: a I had a bath tonight at like half four like to chill out before the match. And I think that might be just in a really relaxed mood before the game. So maybe that's the way forward. Chill out before the match, have a bath.
3: You were (laughs) fairly chilled out. And uh, Andrew Benton says, love the white shirt, Amy. Thanks. This Uh, is
2: two seasons old.
3: JH uh, Game says, hi, Dave and Amy. Jerry, good evening, Amy and Dave. Uh, Alfie... Hello, Dave. Hello, Amy. And we've got Wells here as well.
2: Fantastic.
3: And Temory Wells Martin. Hi, Dave. Hi, Amy. Um, so we like we're just getting people turning up now and stuff like that. And um so we're getting quite a few people in the chat coming along. And um, if you're just joining the chat sh- the chat with us and the, the show, please feel free to share this stream on your socials. Let other Wolves fans know they want to get involved. But we've already got, already got one, two, three, four, five uh, people backstage. Amy, all ready to go. In fact, there's yeah five backstage already. Fantastic. Um, so before we get on to um, to everyone else, um, you haven't got a man of the match just yet because you've got you, guys. If you're coming on the show tonight or you're coming on in the chat, you've got to persuade Amy on who the man of the match is because Amy is the most non-committal person uh, ever. That's hard.
2: <laughs> that is, saying I'm, non-com- I'm non-committal. I don't think that's all right with it. No, I, don't, I, I usually don't win match, but I just think tonight, I think we'll come on to it in a bit, but for me, we really needed that performance tonight. It was a very very solid team performance that was inbuilt from the back i mean we'll probably come on to it the fact that there wasn't much up front but what was up front when we got the ball through on the few counters that we had it just felt like we we're going back to the wolves that we've grown to know and love in the past through previous three seasons and for me that comes from it being a very central team performance they all looked like they knew where each other were. They just looked a lot more comfortable tonight. And that comes from the back. So that is, for me, why I don't think it's deserving to highlight one player when they were all collectively...
3: But you are open to persuasion?
2: No. No, I have it now.
3: <laughs> right, well, we're going to get going, because um, we're going to do it in order of everyone that's logged on. So I'm just going to change the screen quickly, uh, which will make more sense in a minute. And first up, first in the block, in fact, he was here before kickoff. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Jason.
0: Here he is. Hi, Jason. Oh, and, he's uh, got a little
2: smile tonight. Is that a little I, smile? Listen,
0: <laughs> I, I've, I've noticed I was quite uh, negative last time. Um, and I was negative on Twitter as well. And that's not usually like me, because like I always say, I am a massive happy clapper. Um, but tonight could have been a, a, a bit of, not a banana skin as such, but Chelsea had a new manager. Um, and the players that have let Frank Lampard down aren't going to let this guy down tonight because they're all playing for a shirt, they're all playing for a contract, they're all playing for the rest of the season. Um, and, and to be fair, towards tonight, it wasn't a classic. We know that first half wasn't great at all. And I think I was um, tweeting about a motorway routes home from London. It wasn't great, but we did the job. Most importantly, we got a clean sheet. We didn't concede first, which we have been doing. Um, and I think overall it was a very, very strong defensive performance. Offensively, I don't think we did a great deal. Um, yes, we attacked in patches, but it wasn't anything too obviously clinical, um, but I think defensively, I think we did very well. We kept a clean sheet um, and there there were very, very little complaints from me because before the game, if we'd have said, look, we want a point tonight at Stamford Bridge, I think we'd have all took it.
2: 100% agree And the point at Stamford Bridge. I think and getting a point at Stamford Bridge when you've been had a few wins on the back of you, you take that. So to go to Stamford Bridge and get a point when we've not had a very good run of form at all, I think yeah. is a very, very good result. And to get the clean sheet after, what was it, 12, 12 13 games before tonight without a clean sheet or something like that? So, 12
3: games, 12, yeah.
2: So I, I think, think that's it's, a, a, it's something really positive to take forward to Saturday at Crystal Palace.
0: 100%. And I think, obviously, there's nine or 10 games where we've conceded first. And I think, obviously, it comes hand in hand with with not conceding first and and, and keeping a clean sheet. Um, And I think the, the, the problem is, when we do concede first, the game plan's out the window. Because I don't care what anyone says. Nuno doesn't train them all week and say, right, if we go a goal down, this is where we're going to. Yes, I'm sure there's a plan B. But they don't go into matches looking to concede first. And and when we do concede and we go a goal down, you can tell sometimes it is a bit of a, a, you know, we're shell-shocked and we know then we've got to score two to win. And it is pressure. And I think tonight we just played with a bit more confidence. I think what was good as well, obviously, we had uh, Jose the new lad off the bench. Look, we can't expect someone to come off the bench with 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes to go and and make a huge impact. But the fact is in the squad now is positive. I think that if uh, against Crystal Palace... If he starts or gets, uh, you know, at least forty-five minutes, I think that's when we're going to see. It. But we can't judge players off the bench, in my opinion.
2: No, I think you can't. You, you right to can't, can't give a full review of a player or judge a player. But I do. I was impressed with the ten-fifteen minutes whatever he was on. Yeah. I just thought he looked solid. He looked solid, and he looked like Traore played a lot better because Traore for me wasn't really there tonight it just didn't we didn't get the ball to him for him to be able to do anything um, but when it, Jose came on I don't know he just seemed a bit more competent and just seemed a bit more in positions that Jimenez would have been in and I don't want to compare him to Jimenez because he's, not, he's no. not Jimenez but he did seem to be that more of that forward player that we've yeah. been missing
0: I think the frustrating thing with Treori for example uh, Treori we know he can win a game on his own he can he can Turn three points out of no points. We've seen it at Man City away last uh, season. Or was it the season before? Anyway. Luffy. Or was it? Um, we, we can see how he can turn a game on its head completely and win a game. And if he could do that every game, he wouldn't be at Wolves. That's that's the fact. You know, he'd, he'd be gone for 70, 80 million if he could do that every game. But he but he can't. And the people at the top of the game who can do it on a sustained period, obviously, uh, you know, are playing for the, for the really big clubs. Um, with Jimenez, what I don't want is, is Raul Jimenez to come back under too much pressure. And I think the signing of this this Jose guy will take a little bit of pressure off. He's a similar player uh, to, to Raul um, by the look of things in, in what I've seen. Um, and listen, it would be great if he could get one or two goals before Raul come back. And you could see tonight, I mean, Neto, listen, Neto's a great player for me. And he got a couple of crosses into the box. And what was we lacking at the end of it every time? proven number nine who can get the head on it. Um, And we are missing Raul massively, but we can't rely too heavily on him. And I think this is why we need someone else. And I do stand by what I said before, that um, Fabio Silva isn't... I'm not going to slate him tonight. Fabio Silva is not the answer. And Patrick Catroni is not the answer. And look, I don't need to tell people that. I think they can see that clearly. Um, And I just hope this Jose starts uh, positively... Um, gets off the ground running, maybe gets a goal early doors in in the next few games. And, you know, I think that's going to make a huge, huge difference having a target man we can aim at.
3: Um, Jason, just to conclude, because you make some really good points again, as always. Um, How would you rate the performance tonight out of 10? And who are you going to call as your man of the match for tonight?
0: Okay, so I will give the performance tonight, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10, so I'm going to sit on the fence a little bit. Um, Performance-wise, I saw a very interesting tweet um, on Twitter of a guy who said, uh, John Ruddy tonight was on the bench and he was making that much noise and pushing the players on. Um, I, I, I was going to joke and say I'm going to give John man of the match, but... <laughs> You know, it just proves that it's not just the players on the pitch who make a difference. What I will say is, man of the match for me tonight, Willie Bolly, on the basis that we've got a clean sheet away from home, a difficult place to go to. We haven't clearly conceded first, and Willie Bolly, the wall, is back in defence. So he's my man of the match. It's a fair comment. He, He looks like
3: he's back up to full fitness. He was imperious at the back tonight. And um, we have been struggling, as as we know. Before we come on to our next guest, um, which is Paul, just to give you a head up, if you if you're listening backstage, Paul, you were next in. Um, the fact that we dealt with 13 corners tonight, multiple crosses. Mm-hmm. We had Kilman, Cody, Bolly at the back three. Um, Willian, when he came back on, when he came on at the end, he made a very important. Clearance right mm-hmm. at the desk than if yeah. you noticed. Yeah. Um, that that is what Raúl used to do on defensive. Yeah. We looked a lot more secure defensively. We 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 we, we did, ha- you know, check a you know, what's the word I would say ha- have a few scares, but generally yeah. I thought we kept them out quite well and we looked solid.
0: We did. Uh, I read uh, there was another statistic I read that. The first half, Chelsea had made 400 passes or something, which is the record. A record or something. Yeah,
2: and then they were like up to 900 by the end or something. But what did they do?
0: Well, the thing is, I think the way you you, uh, judge football and especially results is if the ball goes in the back of the net. And it's all right playing pretty football and making 400 passes, but... As Wolves fans, for example, if it was us making 400 passes and, and, and not putting it in the back of the net, we'd be, we, we wouldn't be happy, would we? So, yeah. it's all right playing football like that, but at the end of the day, it's, if it ends up in the back of the net. Uh, and I think Wolves went there today, accomplished performance, we've got a point, we've got to be happy.
3: Fantastic. And, and Jason, thanks again for joining us on the, uh, the show. Much uh, enjoy you coming on. And um, do you agree... With Jason's um, points Does anyone disagree Um, And do you agree With Jason's man of the match Thanks ever so much Jason We're going to bring on See you you
0: guys
4: So we're going to bring on Paul for his debut Hello Paul Hi Dave, hi Amy Hi Paul, you okay? Yeah good thank you Now just before we get started with Paul This is another one of the uh, the
3: tennis, uh, me and Manny have played tennis against. And he's also um, part of the, uh, is it the Samosa crew?
4: Yeah, Samosa delivery, man as well, yeah.
3: Yeah, helps deliver. Man uh,
2: many the, talents.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and he helps, obviously, with the raising the money for with Manny's uh, Dementia UK. But I've got to, before we get on to the game, I've got to say this guy is, is the most... Hardest player to play at tennis. He has these lobs that he does that bounces a million. And he just, no matter where you hit it on a tennis court, it just it just comes back all the time.
4: He's super fast. I've only got one shot, Dave, and that's that really annoying lob that a player It works me. though, doesn't it? It always acts on the baseline. So, Paul, what's your,
3: um, what's your points, thoughts on the game tonight? What points do you want to make?
4: I think one point that I'd like to make is that I know that Chelsea have struggled for form a little bit last few games. But one thing that you've always been able to say about them is they're free scoring. They can score goals, um, multiple different players from across the pitch. And we didn't really give them much of a sniff tonight. So uh, for me, that was really satisfying how much we limited them to to any real chances. Yeah. Um, Another thing that I'd take from it, I've been a big advocate really of sticking with five at the back I know that not everybody agrees with that, but that is a that is a formation and a template that has got us to within touching distance of a Champions League spot last season. And for me, I think we have to persist with it for the time being because I don't think our full-backs are good enough defensively to play in a four at the moment. Yeah, so if, I think... I, I was really pleased that we'd gone back to a five, and it's good to see that template that had been so successful for us be implemented yet again.
2: Mm. I think they just all looked, especially Cody. You could just, you could just tell he was just so much sure himself of where he needed to be. He could command the back and just do, you know, the job that he does so well that we've all grown to rely on. And they just filtered forward. I think, and I know there wasn't much offensive play out all night, and I don't think any of us expected that to be you know, really high up the possession, it was never going to be a possession game for Wolves no. at all tonight um, so I just think like, agree with yourself that it was just nice to see the back back to where it was and it just kind of infiltrated, it just was a lot more positive everything, the energy of it all just seemed a lot more positive tonight to what we've seen in the last few weeks and I think that just definitely just comes from that change in formation
4: Absolutely and I do agree that especially if you remember that match against Brighton at home just before lockdown, nil-nil. The the last match
2: match that we went to. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Didn't, didn't create a thing. And there's quite a few other examples of matches like that. So I do agree that some tweaks and changes needed to be made if they wanted to progress. But it's not the right time and they're not the right personnel to go with four at the back. And for me, one way of progressing with a five, is to have a number 10, like like Daniel Podence could be mm-hmm. for us. You know, he's different to other midfield forward players that we've got um, in the positions that he takes up, the tricks that he's got, his inventiveness. So for me, an evolution could come through with that kind of tweak rather than having to go to a four.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely Everybody
4: a good point. Everybody uh, agrees uh, that we should stick at the
3: back five. And there's a there's a, a, a mischievous young man called Merv Bennett who actually always buys the samosas. I've managed some over Saturday. He
4: thinks you're Jota in disguise. Yeah. Have you had that yeah.
5: before, Paul?
4: I, I think I've got Nathan Judah to thank for that because I think he keeps calling me that. I don't mind it. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, could. I can
2: see the doctor. I can see the resemblance. To be honest, as well. So, <laughs> well,
4: what did
3: you think of um, uh, William uh, Jose's uh, cameo tonight?
4: I think the first thing to say about him is that he's going to offer something different. You can tell by his physicality, the positions that he takes up. Um, I can completely see why they've signed him, and I think. Uh, Tim Spears said it on his podcast this week that he's pretty much the best signing that we could make in these circumstances. 100%. And looking at his goal record, looking at his attributes, I think I'd agree. He's a guy as well that's got something to prove. Um, if he does well in the next six months, he's got a move to a team that's finished in the top seven of the Premier League two years in a row. So, yeah. He's he's not coming he's not like a Diego Costa who's
2: seeing out out his time almost. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I know this guy's not he's twenty nine, isn't he? William Jose. So he's got one big move. uh, Six months younger than Raul. Yes. He he's got one big move left in his career. And this could be it for him, you know. And who's to say that if he does sign, he may end up playing with Jimenez. It doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other. I know they might be quite similar in terms of being like a link man, a number nine. But, um, yeah, from going back to your original question, I'm encouraged. I think he should start on Saturday. He's been playing for Sociedad, so he's, he comes with much fitness. And for me, if we've we've signed him for a very specific purpose, get him in the team on Saturday. Well, that's, um, that's
3: a good point. Uh, before we get on to your... Uh, uh, performance rating and man of the match uh, and next up in line is actually uh, my doubles partner Manny. Um, the legend. A question from Robert Fletcher. Um, I think he tamed at you because he says Diego but it's, it's Diego. Uh, do you think Brony <laughs> should be given more time?
4: I kind of agree with what Jason was saying on the last uh, he was the last quarter wasn't he on there but yes. um, you can't fault Catroni's effort in his certainly in his first spell that you know, when um, we had him at the start of last season. I don't think so. Um, I think I'd be more inclined to be starting William Jose. I just don't think Catroni fits with Nuno's system. I know there's been rumours about him not necessarily fitting with the group as an individual. So, for me, I think the short answer is no. Yeah. But I can see why he's brought him back in the short term. 100%. And just
3: to finish off, uh, Paul, um, I mean, thanks for coming on the show and making your debut tonight. Much appreciated, uh, uh, Jota. Uh, <laughs> Jota, that's
2: what you'll be known as now, Paul, no, whenever no, you come no. on. Jota's coming on. <laughs> I've,
3: got, I've got to tell you, one of my international fans that sending the international fan reaction is the spit of Neves. Honest to God, everyone thinks he's Neves. That'd be and good if, have, if we yeah. had you and him on at the same time. That would be funny. They've got yeah. the thing. What's your um, performance rating out of 10 and your personal man of the match
4: tonight and why? I'll go with an eight, simply because it was so urgently necessary to keep a clean sheet tonight. On the f- Also, taken into account, I think as... As you've said, we could have done better going forwards. So it's not a nine or a ten for that reason, but we were just so desperate for a clean sheet tonight. I'm going to give it an eight for that reason. In terms of man of the match, it's a toss up really between Conor Cody and and Bolly. I think without either of those tonight, we don't win. We don't get the point. And both have made really crucial interceptions and. The positioning's been great again. So I'll go with Bolly at the two, but Connor Cody runs in very close. Fantastic. Fantastic. Thanks. I think some some great points that
3: you've made uh, there, Paul, and I hope you'll come on the Extra Time show again for us in the, the upcoming games. I'd love to, yeah. Thank you for having me. And I look forward uh, again... Uh, when we can get outside on the tennis court, because um, I've been uh, been watching videos on YouTube about how to deal with this guy that uh, gets the ball back and lobs it to the back of the court all the time. Me and Manny have got a plan for you the next time, uh, I tell you.
4: I need to extend my repertoire of shots, don't I?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good idea. Thanks ever so much for joining us. And I say next up will be uh, Manny. So uh, all the best and uh, thanks for joining us on this one, mate. Cheers both and
4: uh, thanks for the Manny, as well.
3: <laughs> nice one. So next up, we have the main man himself, um, who probably before we start, Manny. How are you doing? I'm in bed. He's in bed. He's had a long, yeah. long thing. I've tried. got the lights off. I've got
6: the table lamp on. You know, it's burning the midnight oil for me, for old people like me. This
3: is. <laughs> we have got an, a, potentially another semester Saturday coming up, depending on. Yeah, what yeah, happens.
6: we should be should be okay. Doing a risk assessment with the charity this week, and there. Uh, all thumbs up so um uh if things stay as they are and don't get any worse we'll be out there delivering to the fans
3: and it yeah, raises for a, what is a fantastic cause very close to all of our hearts dementia uk right money yep
6: yeah, man it's brilliant brilliant cause and, and charities need our help so we'll carry on doing what we can do and thanks to all the fans who get involved
3: brilliant so manny um let's yep. uh Obviously, have your thoughts and points on the uh, on the game tonight?
6: Yeah, um, you know what? Fabulous defensive masterclass. Um, mm-hmm. you, I, put it this way, we played Chelsea twice. We played Arsenal and Spurs. If you take those four matches, we scored five goals in those four matches and got eight points from four matches. Then we played Burnley, West Bromwich Albion and Brighton. Um, let's go four at the back with in those games, and we score six goals and get one point. Yeah. So, you know, we we needed to cut out sloppy goals. We were conceding, conceding far too many sloppy goals. I actually love the four at the back. I think it makes us more attacking. We create more chances, but we just don't have the right personnel to play that way. Um, I, I think it was brave for Nuno to try that, because um, let's put it. You know, we, were, we failed last year because we didn't score enough goals. We failed on goal scored. We didn't have the goal threat. And he wanted to improve that. And he did improve that. We didn't take the chances and we didn't have the striker because Raul gets injured at the wrong time. But we conceded so many um, sloppy, you know, individual errors, players out of position, big gaps. And you saw tonight our back three were all comfortable throughout the whole game. You know, um, I think the wing-backs played better, even though they were very defensive and offered very little going forward. You could see it was a quite clear game plan to take on a side. Remember, they've got a new manager. Uh, They're all up for it. They're all want to impress him. I think you could tell that for the
3: first 10 minutes, couldn't you, Manny, the way they were right after the first 10 minutes. Of
6: course, they were, you know, and it's... uh, Considering that that fact alone it is a really really impressive point. Considering you know we had a pretty dour match against a non-league side, and we thought, oh my God, you know where's the pattern? Where's the... and we we okay we attacking wise we had very little threat. But if you look at Dendonka's header and Neto's lob, lob. that that was the two probably the two clearest chances in the whole game. Well, Wolves
1: had the two. Yeah, that's right.
6: That I just mentioned Den header and the and the neto, neto And then obviously t- Den couldn't control the one that came to him.
2: Passed him. So I think yeah. out of all out of all the attempts, even though Wolves didn't have did they have any on no. target? But no, they didn't. I mean they, let's Wolves be honest, we did not offer a goal. But, but, yeah. but anyway, I think you know we can all sit and just say for Wolves it was a solid performance, wasn't it?
6: You know what, I, I, I'm a cricket fan, I am, and in cricket sometimes the best matches are draws where the two last batsmen just stand their ground and they face deliveries and they and they celebrate it like a victory. And I think, you know, this is not the way I want to see Wolves play. I don't want them going into matches, you know, having a defensive wall put up and no one shall pass past us without having any threat going forward. But it was a means... You know, it was a must. It was a must-do thing today, just to get confidence back in the defence. Everything looked solid, and then that's a base for us to go forward from. Now, I think personally, I don't think we have the right personnel without Raúl in the side. um uh, You know, to play in an expansive way with five at the back. That's why I think he, he changed to four. But um, this this new guy he came on. You know, we we know very little about him. We've watched, obviously, all the clips and he's got a good record in Spain. But as soon as he came onto the pitch, he just looked like a huge unit, like a presence, like someone yeah. who would bully the the defenders and not give them time. He ran back, chased back for the ball, back into his defence, very much like Raul does. So um, uh, I thought it was a very encouraging 10 or 15 minutes. Obviously, you can't judge his whole, you know... um. The way
3: he plays but he but I, Literally I, I got really off Pretty much today And come and played
2: Yeah Because oh, yeah, well, no one mean, thought That he was going to get His visa through he, To play He, he landed
3: last night He landed
6: last night Got his work permit Last night And today You know We can name nine subs So it's quite a, It's quite an easy thing To just name him On the bench Because you can name So many players But really brave Of Nuno To say Go on then You know but
2: that shows his fitness that he's got to kind of. Oh yeah, I think he's
6: fit to and ready. Come in, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, when the uh, was it Rui Pedro Silva, the assistant, was talking to him on the sidelines, he had this piece of paper, and I said to my son, "He's telling him this is Dendonca, this is Neves, <laughs> he plays for us. This is Pedence, he plays for us." Because he probably didn't have a clue. <laughs> you know, he just he was fresh into the side, wasn't he? So. But he um, shows he's hungry, though
2: to come on and want to play and, you know, be on yeah. the bench and be I mean, there. He's
6: so... at the age where he wants to play and he wants to every game is a must for him and he wants to make an impression and his goal record one in three is very impressive for La Liga. He's the only person in the last if there's only three other players in the last four seasons that have got double figures. In La Liga, and I think Messi and and Suarez are two of them. So, that's a good company. That is. In La Liga, he scores goals. He's double digits. And um, in the Premier League, that will be invaluable if he can add goals. So, there we have it. I mean, you know, it's a positive thing tonight. Really, really positive point. Yes, people will say, oh, we didn't create much. We went to Chelsea away after a really barren run of um, uh, conceding so many sloppy goals. And you could tell that the, the game plan was, no. I think the clean to sheet
3: that. tonight, Manny, um, and we've got a side question for you on the screen in a minute, for you to, just if you can see it from Robert, just have a look at that about the cricket. I yeah. think the uh, the, um, the the big thing tonight, psychologically, keeping that clean sheet is a massive, massive step. After 12 consecutive Premier League games, Of conceding first to go away to Chelsea with a new manager bounce, you know the quality that they've got, and you know playing like we did, solid. It was kind of a little bit like when Wolves came off the first time to the Premier League, just finding out, be getting the basics, and then I think you know once we get the player, we get Johnny back, and we get all the players fit, and um, this new chap gets into the role. I think. hopefully we can have a strong finish to the season, you know.
6: Definitely, you know what, one thing I have to say, you know, don't be daunted by the runner games. I just talked about playing Chelsea twice and Arsenal and Spurs and getting eight points from four games. So, you know, Wolves can live with good sides and can play good sides. Today was, you know, probably not the way we want to see our team play. We want them to be a bit more expansive. We want the ball to stick, but we didn't have the right players and and hopefully, like you said, William Jose is the man who can hold the ball, bring the midfield into the into the game, and um, uh, you know. I know. I don't I, think we should abandon four at the back either. We should have that up our sleeves as I well. I agree completely. Yeah.
3: I, and I think he's been trying to play it because he wants us to get more offensive. But. Yeah. Would of injuries, trying to put round pegs in square holes as effective.
2: And it's just about getting the, if we can play five at the back and get the confidence back in within the team, get a few wins under the belt, you know, get safety. I'm not, don't think we're going to get relegated, don't take take that the wrong way. I think if you, you know, we just need a few wins, some solid performances, get the confidence and then maybe they can afford to, when everything's a little bit more settled,
5: Yeah,
2: start to play four at the back again.
5: Yeah. Just before we
3: finish off with your, um your ratings and your man of the match, um, okay. Manny, Robert Fletcher's got this question because about bet you it's quite interesting, the cricket. He wants to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's my question. Who you follow following cricket, Manny? Well,
6: to be honest, I, I grew up um, following Worcestershire, believe it or not. Um, and in t- in particular, Robert will know Graham Hick, who's a fantastic batsman for them. So, um, uh, I, that's, that's what I used to follow, his career. And, um. And obviously, play, being, being of Indian not? origin, cricket's in our blood. <laughs> did you play a bit? I never really, I really wanted to play. Never. I didn't have the time. I was playing football and hockey every every other day, so I didn't really play I'm, uh, cricket now.
3: So just to let everyone know, backstage at the moment, uh, we've got um, Ria and dad. Uh, we've got Wolfman Jeff, but the next person on will be Aidan from Canada, Ontario. Uh, Manny, to finish off with, what would you give the rating and who's your uh, man of the match for tonight? We're trying the to persuade writer. Amy on who's the man of the match.
6: Okay, first of all, um, rating, I'll give seven out of ten. Seven out of ten yeah. is a good rating, let's be honest, the way we've been playing, and that's for the clean sheet um, and going to Chelsea. So that is actually, if you think about it, is a pretty good, you know, a bar of where we're at that is only a seven from me. Um, Man of the match, I'm going to go. Um, obviously, the back three played really well, but he gets a lot of stick. Nelson Samedo, right, tonight. Oh. Ryan Aknuri okay. has got injured, and it looks like a bad one. Uh, he came off at half time. It's been confirmed it's an injury. So he's been switched to the left-hand side to match up against Callum hudson Adoy, who was probably there. Biggest threat. He was,
2: yeah, he played well. And
6: him? then they brought in Pulisic and Mason Mount on that side, and I thought he did really, really well. I really, I was really impressed with him. So I'm going to give my man of the match to someone who's got a lot of stick and he needs confidence. And, um, uh, and you know, and he's, he's, a, I thought he had a really good match in a very high class, facing a very high class opposition. So,
3: well, Spencer rocks there, saying that that's a good shout, mate. Um, yeah. and you've also got uh wolves themselves are saying he, <laughs> it's brilliant as a brilliant call as well i think that's a good argument for somato to be fair because he did have to adjust to his position and he he gave everything so it's a good shout that is
6: yeah I think his best performances you know uh, i think he's played a few of the bigger teams he's played really well maybe he's that type of player sometimes you know who He's played at Portugal at the highest level, played for Barcelona. Maybe at the moment he comes alive when he plays better opposition, I don't know. And, um, you know, against the Burnleys and the Brightons, he, he might struggle a bit. But um, I'm I, I'm sure he's um, improving and he's getting better. You can tell even Ryan Noury had more defensive, you know, knowledge about the right. game today. So it's something that they're clearly working on with both of the fullbacks.
3: Well, that's good, isn't it? Well, Manny, thanks for coming on. I hope you can jump on again, hopefully at the weekend. Yeah, if you get... we'll see. Um, and um, you know, it's not too late tonight because some of the some of these have been quite like. You know what out. I'm
6: wearing, Dave? You what? Okay. Number two. It's Matt Doherty's hand hand me down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, where have <laughs> you had that from?
6: <laughs> you know, the foundation gave it me when I raised all that uh, the money for um, uh, the sleep out. Because oh, I, I yeah. thought got raise more than anyone else. They gave me uh, his shorts and, and his tops, a couple of his tops. And I, they said, they'll give me an X play And they gave me really
3: bad out. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic, mate. Yeah, nice. so
6: I can play right back
3: next game if they want me. Yeah, get hey, on. Mate, you've played a couple of charity games. And hopefully, I mean, one of the things we want to try and organise is, uh, you know, when we can all get back to playing football oh, again. Yeah. It'd be nice to have a game. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. One a day. One day. But thanks for joining us again today, mate. I much no appreciate problem. it. And some great points made. Yeah.
6: Look after you, yourselves, both, and thank you, you for the questions.
2: You too, and we'll um, speak soon. And yeah,
6: we'll speak soon. 5K about... in the morning, Amy, 7 o'clock.
2: 7 o'clock. I'm <laughs> out at 7. Quarter past 7 tomorrow, so I might see you. Yeah, I, oh, no.
3: I, just to let you know, uh, mate, she's been out running every single day this month.
6: So have I, virtually. I know, I know. No, she runs very close to where I run, but she runs about twice the speed as me, so it's just like roadrunner. <laughs> she is fast. sees on
2: my Strava all the time. He gives me the encouragement. <laughs> I do,
3: yeah. Fantastic, mate. Thanks, mate. No problem. See,
2: See ya. ya. Bye,
6: Bye, Manny. Bye.
3: Fantastic points again there from Madison next up, all the way from Ontario in Canada... Wolves supporter with family back in Wolverhampton it's Aiden. how are you doing mate Aiden Purcell
2: hi hey, Aiden.
1: Guys. hey guys I can hear you I can't see you of course my phone decided to freeze up right now but uh how are you guys doing we can see you though. we can
2: see and hear you we're all what? good
1: that's terrifying
2: <laughs> <laughs> how's things going with you how are you feeling
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, not too bad. The distraction of football, uh, lifting my spirits a little bit again today, so that's good. Um, it's good to say that it's
2: lifting your spirits, because last time we spoke, I don't think your spirits were lifted at all after the Everton <laughs> game. So it's nice to hear you say that anyway.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, I mean, I think if we were all offered a point before the match tonight, we would have taken it, right? So, um, I mean, we got to keep that in perspective and, and, and move on with the positives that today presented, so.
2: So what were the positives for you from that game, Certainly from defense. that
1: performance? No. I mean, I agree with everything Jason, uh, uh, Jota, Paul Jota and, and Manny said. Um, I, I think that um, defensively, that's exactly what we wanted to see. Um, I, I put a tweet out there right before the end of the match. I almost jinxed it, really. But uh, I put a tweet out there saying, you know, five at the back, pace and attack. This is this is what we wanted defensively, right? Um so certainly defensively in our shape and our structure and, and just maintaining that um, foundation in the back um, was key today. Uh, I think that if we would have had uh, the opportunity for uh, or, or taken the opportunities and, and, and controlled a little bit better at some of those moments, um, you know, that, that would have been a classic 1-0, you know, away performance against a big club like we've seen over the last couple of years. Um, Sweet. so I mean, we're, we're just missing that tiny little bit. Um, hopefully William can provide that for us. But again, I agree with the other guys. It's a little bit too early to certainly judge his performance based on a substitution performance today. Um, but he did work hard. Uh, he looks big. He looks strong. Um, looks like the kind of target man we've all been asking for to get on the end of those Neto and, and potent's crosses. And, and by the way, Podent's coming back. I think that was a big win right before kickoff as well.
2: It was very unexpected for everyone as well, I think. I voice noted my friend and I was like screaming down the phone almost. Because it seemed <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere, didn't it, that P- Pedence was back. I just saw that team sheet and was like, that's a confidence boost in itself, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. A thousand percent agree. I mean, like like you guys and like everybody else on here, we, we pretty much live on Twitter, especially on that on match days, right? And and nothing's a secret anymore, right? And and to have William Jose kind of come out of nowhere uh, to sign him out of nowhere was amazing. I certainly didn't expect him to to be available today. I don't know about you guys, but to see nice. him on the bench is great. And then Potence out of nowhere. Um, I mean, unbelievable, unbelievable. So we had three three great victories. Uh, you know, in a in a pretty quick time frame, and and hopefully. This type of result, uh, you know, keeping a clean sheet against a uh, free-scoring Chelsea and and all the opportunities for or, for a manager a new manager bump there. Um, hopefully, this type of performance can kind of spur us on a little bit. Um, I do think we're just a couple pieces away, but I do actually believe uh, Nuno now when he says that the answers are in house because we've got William. Um Johnny's close to coming back. I think if you have Johnny on that left wing back position instead of Ori today, that would have been a, a pretty big uh, impact as well. Not that Ori did, you know, poorly, but uh, Hudson-Odoi certainly had him in his pocket for moments during that first match. Yeah. So I think we're I think we're close. I think we're really close to kind of seeing um, the Wolves that we wanted to see. And and it's been a bit of a transition year, and I think we're on the right direction anyways.
3: My thoughts, Aiden, is that... Yeah. Um, pretty much similar. Hopefully we'll have a strong end to the season. I know people have been worried, but we only literally need four wins out of uh, the remaining 18 games and we're we're safe and hopefully we can have that great cup run. And we've had to go back to the foundations. But I do think sometimes in life, generally in life, sometimes you have to take a step back before you take a step forward. And I think if everything works and we have a good summer transfer window, I think what we're going through this year will make us stronger going into next season. That's my feelings. Um, And um, just apparently um, Sheffield United have beaten...
2: I've just seen it on the back of your screen as you've been talking to us, and I was like, that looks like a Sheffield United win to me. So I've just looked on BBC Sport and they won 2-1.
1: Yes, yeah. I, you know, one of the, kind of off topic, one of the things that blows me away, and it has for years, is the lack of available matches you guys have on TV. I have every match available, you know, doesn't matter when it is, it's always on. Um, we do at so, Lyman,
2: but we don't usually. Oh, do <laughs> In the really pandemic, like we, yeah, because of COVID, they're, it's great, they're, every game is on good, the, good. the sky, yes. but... Um, Always
1: blow my mind that you could be across the street from the stadium and not be able to have the match on the on the tube, right? Wild, but uh, yeah, yeah, big big result there. I mean, that's why the Premier League's the best in the world, right? Anybody can beat anybody on any given day.
3: Well, that that's why it is one of the best leagues in the world, and if you get some topsy turvy results. That'll give them a lot of confidence as well, won't it? Um, Aidan, just before finishing, the ne- next up are, after you will be. Rear and a dad, and then we got Wolfman Jeff, the legend. That, uh, after that, um, what are you going to give as the rating of the performance out of ten, and who are you going to persuade
1: as the man of the match today? Well, quite often Manny and I interact on uh, on Twitter, and unfortunately, I've never been able to meet him. But very often we are on the same page with many things. Today was no different. I uh, my man of the match was Somato. Um, I could have given it to Bali or Cody, um, you know, um, maybe even, maybe even that Duncan or Neves, but Semedo and his ability to adapt and his ability to, um, you know, that high press that he was showing today, certainly in the second half when he started pressing up on Hudson, when he came over to the left. um, I think that makes a big difference. I mean, you guys have heard me scream, stop the cross a million times, right? Um, He did that today. Right. Um, so I he's my man of the match. <clears throat> I thought could honorable mention to to, to Willie Bali and Connor Cody. Um, you know, in the past couple of weeks, some of those crosses that came in, it was frustrating because not only did the cross come in, but two they didn't attack the headers so they were kind of caught standing still many times and i know it's a small thing but just cody cutting out some of those those intricate crosses and those unique kind of cross angles that were coming in i thought was such a big big boost today from the back so all that being said tomato my man of the match for his ability to adapt and uh, that high press i thought really uh, really helped
3: and what and what did you give us the writing of the
1: performance i was uh i you know I. I would have taken, like, the defensive side of things was was a 9 out of 10 for me. But everything else offensively, I thought, I thought um, you know, Triori was very frustrating, uh, as everybody else's kind of voiced today. Um, I'd like to see him come off the bench next week, to be honest with you. Um, so going forward, it was frustrating. We couldn't hold the ball. Was, the passing was loose. Um, so that was frustrating. So because of that, I'm actually going to go down to, like, a 6.5 um, overall rating. Um, but defensively, we were solid. So, you know, one-third of the pitch is is taken care of. Now we need to work on the other two-thirds of the pitch, and I think we're close.
3: And we can move on to Palace at the weekend.
1: Yes, sir. I'm not
3: going to tempt fight, but we generally have a decent result. Don't
2: say that, Dave. Uh, Don't say that.
3: I I'm not tempting
1: fight.
2: You did. You said that. You said it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's like saying no offence and then, like, blasting somebody, right? No offence, Borg.
2: No (laughs) No offence,
1: Yeah, no, that's fantastic, mate. Uh, Aiden, well,
3: that's that's fair for six point five, and you're going with Tomato as well. So there's quite. Uh, so we got two.
2: looks like he's winning it for everyone today on this, <laughs> anyway.
3: Graham's going with uh, with Kilman and a seven point five on the uh, the thing. So it's brilliant, Aiden, yeah. Thanks ever so much for joining. Um, you will be able to see Aiden's international fan reaction along with Amy representing the UK. Uh, that'll come out tomorrow sometime, regular on the International Fan Reaction, over there in, Ont- is, it, is it? what's the full, Some, somewhere Ontario, the-
1: <laughs> Yeah. it uh well, you should know, actually, it's Waterloo, Waterloo, Waterloo Ontario, 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 Ontario Canada. Canada, that's it. Yeah. We're about an and hour got, west of Toronto. Have you still got snow? Oh, yeah, I mean, you could ask me in March if I still have snow, and the answer will still be yes. <laughs> Absolutely, we're buried. Hot <laughs> in the summer, cold in the winter. Extremes, extremes.
3: Good, <laughs> well, thanks ever so much. Until the next one, mate. Thank you.
1: All the best, guys. Stay safe.
3: See you Stay
1: day, day. Bye. Bye.
3: bye. Over in Ontario, in Canada, and uh, next up, uh, we've got uh, Ria and her dad, and followed by uh, Wolfman Jeff coming after that. So we're going to bring on Mini Amy and and Dad. I feel like uh, they, do. Might... they do
2: like they just they just sit and wait for this every until interle- after every game because they're always. We don't know. We just stay the the there, game. don't we?
5: <laughs> but I hope you're
2: maybe moving a bit around in a bit better after that result tonight. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. A bit happier.
7: Yeah, I think we, yeah, we played really well, didn't we? Yeah. Solid defensively, um, and going to a place like Chelsea. I said, you know, before the game, I'll be happy with the draw know, and, and and i, I at point yeah right? yeah five at the back i'm much more comfortable with us in a defensive sense playing playing that way there's there's room for other formations when we play different teams but when we're playing teams like chelsea or the big gun the big guns then five at the back i think is our go to option we just look a lot more solid and chelsea just couldn't find an answer to play through us
2: oh, and they did like they said you know the possession i think they had 76% possession yeah. or something but I didn't they I I did think they didn't seem like any threat like
7: No no they struggled the struggle to break us first half they didn't really get a yeah, look at the break us through. was very steady defensively very solid Yeah second half they got in behind us a couple of times but then you know people like Bolly or Cody yeah. would come to the fore and make a last ditch tackle clearance or edit away so Overall, uh, for me, a very impressive defensive performance. Although some people may complain about the lack of attacking threat.
3: Playing that though, we did have the best
7: chances, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Neto's chance. Then Donka had a few. Yeah, then donker yeah. had a headed in in the first yeah. half. Yeah,
2: I think Neto's was the biggest. It was off the uh, crossbar. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to when it went in. I thought it was going to bounce on the crossbar and then bounce in. But yeah. obviously, it, it would have been phenomenal if that had happened. But yeah. um. <laughs> You say, keep a clean sheet, you can't lose a game, can you? You can only draw or win. So from that perspective, going forward, hopefully they can keep a clean sheet but also score a goal on on Saturday and that will be progress indeed.
7: Against Palace, we'll naturally have more of the ball, we'll naturally be a more attacking threat. We won't be the same game against Palace. Hopefully we'll set up the same sort of way, but maybe with Jose coming in as a focal point, great physical presence, great to see somebody up top who looks like they've got something about him, who can hold the ball up, fend off big centre-halves and make the ball stick, because that's what we've been lacking. So I think at Palace you'll see, hopefully, just as good a disciplined defensive display, but with that added threat in attack, because we'll naturally see more of the ball.
3: Do you think he looks a little like uh, Diego Costa? a few people have said he looks a bit yeah, like it.
2: I can see the resemblance. I can see the resemblance. But, um, yeah, but just, it's been positive that he was available to be able to play after all the visa issues. and. Um, but I think it's, I mean, it's given. it seems to have given all the fans a lift the performance tonight. So we've just got to hope it's given the changing room and all the back room and staff at Wolves a, a positive lift tonight because it was... It was much needed. We all know it was much needed, don't
3: we? I think you're right, Amy. I think it's given a lift. And I was saying on my, my live stream, um, to those that were watching it, it's like he's going to get a header in the last minute and win it. And he kind of wasn't a winner, but he was right there, right at the end. Because when that corner came across, did you have your heart in your mouth when he got there? Yeah,
2: I just thought we've given away so many goals this season. Like We've been on the receiving end of it this year. We gave him out last year. We scored and We are in the... Positive line of you know scoring a goal in the last minute, but being on the receiving end of it this year, and I was just like, this today. It's got to be a turning point against Chelsea. It's got to be a turning point. He was in the exact position Jimenez would have been in exactly if he have been right. on, the pitch, yeah. And it then he blew the whistle, and I was like, we've done it. We've got a clean sheet, and we're on to the next. So yeah, yeah.
3: wasn't it great as well, guys, to see um, Daniel Pedence in the starting yeah. lineup?
7: Of- yeah, it was a surprise as well. Wow. Yeah, I'm glad he's back. Yeah, it, it, it really makes a difference in the game. It, well, the thing is, when we play teams like Palace, which is our next game, mm. then I think we'll see the best of Pedence yeah, in games like Yeah, because we were attacking like more was today. We were more back defending because yeah. they're an attacking team, Chelsea. Yeah, today, it's not the type of game you'll see the best of Pedence in because today we were sitting and absorbing pressure. When we play more on the front foot and we're doing up teams, like we should do more at Palace, we should be more on the front foot and looking to win the game, then Pedence is a key player. Yeah, because player. he's a
4: very creative player and he can help us get more goals. Yeah,
7: yeah. he's got that creative spark, yeah. as in he, Pedence. And, and, and when he hasn't been available, you know, we've had Traore and Neto in them wide areas, but because he can play in that 10 area, Pedence, behind the striker, he offers you a little bit of creativity in a different area of the pitch.
3: The other thing I think, when you've got Pedence and Neto on the pitch as well, um, when you've only got the one, it's obviously, they're both tricky players, low centre of gravity, like to run, have got a drop of the shoulder, got an eye for mm-hmm. goal. When you've got one, obviously that's a lot easier to defend. When you've got two players like that, they can yeah. interchange. It's hard, a lot harder to defend, and it opens up the space. And if we can get um, Obviously, maybe we'll start as the focal point against Palace. And uh, going forward, we Neto, and also Traore, He's not—he's fast, but he's and he's strong, but he's not a jumper. If you look at that front three, there was no one with any real height getting mm-hmm. to get into the box to cause the defenders to worry about crosses coming in. Hopefully now we've got him, we'll have that threat. And he did look as if he could put himself about. Yeah. He did yeah. look as if he could hold the ball up, and he did look as if—I mean, looking on obviously watch on the YouTube—he can score with either foot, and he's not averse to coming in light into the box to get on the end
7: of a cross yeah. either. Yeah, well, we've missed that massively, and yeah. since, since Rel's been out. That that presence up front who can get on the end of crosses. The times balls have been flashing yeah, across. and the, it's just
5: no one's been getting yeah, on the end of them and getting yeah, the ball Flashing and... across
7: the six yard box or flashing across yeah. the area, and then you're just lacking that physical presence in the middle. We've tried Silva, we've tried Catrone. Uh, to me, both of them ain't going to be the answer. Yeah. Silva maybe in the future, I don't know. Let's see how he develops. Yeah. But well, I think Silva's been thrown
3: in a lot earlier than they planned, isn't he? I mean, I think Silva's going to be a player. Uh, but obviously he's still eighteen. He's not fully developed yet. He's not. He's, you know, he, he's got a. He needs you know, a ball. he,
2: yes, does, he yeah. needs to be stronger. He's too weak. But I let's... do think from what we've seen of him. I do think. He's definitely, I've got faith in that he is the right to him for the future, but not for now. And I think I we hope so. spent
7: 36 million quid on him. So, you know, hopefully it turns out to be a, a good investment. And, and obviously in a year or two, we'll see more, whether that's right or wrong. At this moment in time, he's not the solution. No. Yeah, he's, he's there as an 18 year old with potential who we hope can grow, develop. And he does show. So he's had good games. It's not like he's never been any good. He's, he's had some good performances this season. He, makes
3: somewhat, he gets in the positions, doesn't he? I yeah. mean, he's had a good yeah. chance. Yeah. And technically gifted, it's just strength. And he did show composure to put that one goal away the other week. Um, and he, he had the, the goal to step up and take the penalty. But I just think he's probably... It's a bit early for him, and he's, he's been, it's and he's, it's physically,
7: it's physically cannot handle the physical dema- demands of playing against big, strong centre backs like we've encountered yeah. in these games. He's played against people like Duncan, mm. Webster, and Burnley. You know, for Burnley, people like that. Yeah. Brighton, sorry, and then the Burnley centre backs of like Tarkowski and me, people like them, big, rough, tough centre backs. You put Joe's in with them. And then a you've field, got, a, yeah. got a scrap, you know, You can go head to head with them. You put silver in there
3: he's and he's looking too lightweight. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And just before we get on to uh, uh, Wolfman Jeff um, from Alabama, who's coming up next, um, you both have got to give your own rating and your own individual man of the match. So you can't do a joint one. Okay. You've got a dad rating first and a, a rear rating, and then we'll come on to Dad Man of the Match and Rear Man of the Match. So, Dad, what's your rating for, for performance out of 10 first?
7: Uh, I'll give him a 7 out of 10. I'll give At, a 7. What do
2: and you think?
3: Rhea? Um, 7.5. <laughs> yeah. oh, She's so a bit more positive. Rhea re- re- re-
2: first for the Man of the Match. We would say re- first no. for the Man of the Match. I think Bolly, He was winning all the aerial
1: duels. Was uh, doing his tackles, clearances, and he did his job correctly today.
7: Yeah, he did play well. I, I would have gone with Bolly, but just to, just to say something.
2: <laughs> that's why I said rear first. <laughs> I'll
7: go with I'll go with Samido. Just yeah, to he be different. But he
2: played really well as well. Yeah. He had to change as well. He had work. to
7: change
3: sides, yeah. and he stuck to his. Mean- so there's another one. I Amy, mean, you're going to have to pick between Bolly and Semedo at the end. think I got think. the final
2: disay? Is, yeah, is this what we do doing? We're collecting the, the votes and then I get the <laughs> adjudication at That's the right
3: end. So you're getting yeah. all the arguments for um, Bolly, pretty much, and Semedo. It that looks getting... like they're
2: the two that are coming out by everyone. We'll see what... Um, oh, yes, so yeah, They've made
3: what the, camp, the, uh, the points and we'll have to... See, interesting to see what Wolfman Jeff comes up with next. Guys, absolutely wonderful again to have you on the thing. Thanks for waiting patiently backstage.
7: Thank
4: you. And no
3: doubt we'll probably see you at the Palace game. Yep. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Bye. See you see you. We'll
3: probably be on last. <laughs> there you go. And uh, next up, uh, they're lovely, aren't they? They're lovely. A little mini Amy, um, <laughs> all the way from Alabama, USA. There he is. The hey. most, yeah.
2: Dave! It's Dave! It's Dazzling Dave! How you doing, man? You can tell it's like midday in Alabama, can't you? <laughs> <laughs>
5: hey, it's uh what a difference a week makes, right? Uh such <laughs> so, so different from the last time that we talked. What would you say?
2: Yeah, I mean that was after the Albion game, wasn't it? So I think we we're all <laughs> Yeah.
5: And yes, and even though we did get past Chorley, um, it wasn't it, it wasn't inspiring uh, our, our, our match against Chorley, So we were kind of like on the ledge Outside of a building And someone had to talk us off And uh, so, so we needed Do you feel
2: inspired tonight? Do you feel I, like you're I, being talked I, off that building? <laughs> I felt, well,
5: as soon as I saw um, The lineup I felt much better It was like a burden lifted uh, First of all uh, Pedence starting uh, That just dis- team to come out of the blue for us and to see that uh, Jose was going to be on the bench. I didn't even, even if he didn't play, the fact he was going to be available on the bench just felt like, okay, that was encouraging. What was confusing though, was seeing the lineup is he had three strikers sitting on the bench and none in the lineup. So that was interesting. But uh, I think the other encouraging thing when when we saw uh, the team sheet was having the three at the back, which we've we've been saying for quite a while. We need to go back to three at the back, and um, and of course, I I think that was very crucial for uh, today's draw, and um, I think that was uh, it gave us a boost. And part of it was because we were starting to get our players back in, so we could do that. So that was that that was good. So it, I didn't feel like we were like uh, whites or skeletons who were. Summoned army of the undead. We actually were a a a a football team today, so that was good.
2: Good, and then so you were obviously inspired by the team she and then I'm assuming that went on to the performance as well. (laughs) It didn't just stop that stop at the first bit. Like
5: like Aiden, I felt that way for the back third of uh, of the field uh, in particular. I think our defense, I think played the best we've had in a long time on the defensive end. Um, The midfield, actually, I don't fault the midfield too much. I think uh, Dendonka in in particular, he was originally who I had picked for man of the match uh, because of of his header. And uh, I thought that Neves was in the game. Uh, Neto was always going to be giving his all. He's out through there. I was a little worried about if Pedenz really was back. Uh, Obviously, no question to his heart, but uh, I think he was um, – I'm not sure if they were targeting him. Uh, Jeff, to... I, think, uh,
3: I think it's probably going to take um, him a couple of games to get Yo, fully. yes, done.
5: exactly. And so that's why I wondered about that. And, yeah, uh, it wasn't uh, the best triari game. Um, so, that's, so that front end was not as inspiring. But the most important part is we took care of business in the back. So it's like not quite a mullet, but trying to be a mullet, you know, we got the business in the front and party in the back. So uh, we were
2: <laughs> we we had the business in the back,
5: but the front was just. just I have like, never, it ever was heard like a football it
2: was like game, the analogy based on a mullet haircut. That is just fantastic. that, I, I,
5: Amy, I am in Alabama. So that just, that should be implied. <laughs> yeah, but. Tom Peak
3: wants to know: Would you ever move to Wolverhampton? Uh,
5: let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, I would be willing to. Probably not right now because uh, my mom, um, because of her health, uh, she's staying here with us. And yeah. So I could probably get a visa over there. I was, you know, I emigrated before to Canada, and uh, but I don't think I could get them to take her in at eighty. Uh, so. Uh, I'd like to. I'd be interested in it. Have you been to
2: Wolverhampton? Have you been to Wolverhampton, Jeff?
5: Not yet, Amy. I've not been. I've got relatives who were from Shropshire and from um, Sefton over by Liverpool. Uh, But, you know, that's in my area. I've actually been looking at maps. I may have actually even looked at houses for sale.
2: Uh, but... I mean, maybe come for a visit before you commit to living oh, here, because oh, it's probably a bit different to Alabama. <laughs> oh, I was just just out
5: of curiosity because I figured if I go, I'm just going to stay with Dave anyway. He doesn't know this,
3: but mate, I can't wait for you to come over, mate. I'll, honestly, if you when you come over, we'll show you the sights of Wolverhampton, <laughs> and then five minutes well, later, I... we'll go somewhere.
5: <laughs> <laughs> else well, I, I live in a village of about 550 people, so it's going to be more impressive than where I live now. So,
3: no, it'd be brilliant, mate! I can't wait for you to come and uh, to come to a, and go to a game. I mean, we can't, we all can't wait to go oh, to a proper game yeah. again at the moment. But that'll be something to look forward to when you come <laughs> over, mate. I hope you can do it in the next couple of years. It'd be amazing!
5: That would be great, man. That would be great. Fantastic.
2: So, so what is your? rating of the game and your man of the match well i think i'm gonna, I'm gonna come
5: back and i'm kind of similar to what aiden had on uh, overall rating i'm a little higher on mine i'm gonna go for 7.5 and i probably uh a lot of it is because the defense i would put is a nine a solid nine and um uh, but uh, just not enough threat in the front i do think that uh, jose when he when willian came in I think he was a physical threat. He was intimidating. And as much as I loved watching Daniel Pudence back, he's, he's got amazing foot skills, but he's not a towering physical, you know, intimidating uh, fo- focus there. And he's So it's a little bit different from Raul, but he's able to fit that slot in there. I'm really hoping that we can get him starting a match And I think that's going to change things up front. So it's just not enough bite up front. uh, uh, So that's why I'm just having a 7-5. Man of the match, I had mentioned before, I was initially a Dandanka, especially with a header. But as I've been going back and thinking, listening to everybody else and also just kind of reexamining the match, the defense was the win of the day. And I'm going to try to persuade Amy here, who (laughs) was on the fence.
2: Yeah. Why have I got, like, no, 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 no. lead say? No.
5: Because <laughs> Dave said so. Because Dave said <laughs> that we have to convince you over a man of the match because you okay. were not committed. So if the idea is that we surely can see that it was our defense and, and really the whole team, if it was the whole team that really was your man of the match, then if you had to pick one person, wouldn't it be the captain? Wouldn't it be Captain Connor Cody? Obviously, they're leading the way, leading that back line on defense, but leading the whole side and keeping our heads up and keeping that business in the back. The
2: anti mullet, oh. the in the mullet, together.
5: keeping the mullet
3: together <laughs> with a mullet as well. That would be oh, God,
2: that's going to give me nightmares before I go to bed. Cody with a mullet,
3: <laughs> I think you've made a good case there. She's going to have to answer in a minute and decide what she's going to go for. But Jeff,
2: go in the internet's gone. <laughs> Blossom, who do you?
3: absolutely brilliant to to have you on and again you'll be able to see um um you'll be able to see wolfman jeff's international fan reaction will go out tomorrow um with other fans around the world look out for that jeff i hope you can join us on another one of these in the future whenever you feel like it because it's always a great entertainment
5: having you on buddy it's good to be on here good seeing you guys and whew. That's one of the cases where a draw feels kind of like a win, so I'll take Absolutely. it. Absolutely,
3: <laughs> and that's a good note to finish on. Thanks ever so much, Jeff.
2: I'll see you guys. Cheers, Jeff. Bye. Cheers.
3: Bye. See you, buddy. So let me just change the uh, the backdrop. There we go. So, Amy, there's a there's there's been some fantastic calls again tonight. Indeed, uh, some really good calls. Have you uh, been persuaded on? Which person that you're gonna go for the man of the match? I think um, I think Dendonka's code if you mentioned Someado and Bolly quite a few times. Who are you, you know, gonna go I for?
2: Think, I think this isn't my opinion, because obviously my opinion is the collective team, but I'm yeah. just gonna round up the viewers' thoughts of uh of the man of the match. And I think I'm gonna go with Samedo as everyone's Decisive always walls post match phoning show extra time out of the match because I think there's a few good points made. Is that he's been critiqued unfairly in quite a few situations, I think, a lot recently. He's had obviously had very big shoes to fill um, in replacing Doherty. And I think the key tonight is that he obviously made a switch um, to the other side, which isn't his natural place to play, which shows his capability as a player, but also that he was, you know, a team player as well. So based on the fact that it is an overall team performance, that tonight that highlights the fact that he is versatile in the team and can help others out. Because obviously Hoover didn't have the confidence to play on that side to replace Aiden.
3: It's a good point. He did have to adjust. So between me and you... You've popped in with Samedo. I'm gonna stick with Bolly personally. Um well those
2: two seem to be everyone's favourites tonight. So we'll I think say that them.
3: probably pretty much covers it up between the uh the two of us, and um just before we round up, um Amy, looking ahead now from tonight, getting that clean sheet, looking ahead to Palace. I'm not gonna ask you to make a score prediction because I know that. You're quite superstitious super on that in some ways. Well,
2: now I'm like, I'm going to have to have a bath before every match now because I had a bath tonight. And you wore
3: your shirt. So
2: I'm going to have to be having a bath at like 2 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. So
3: your pre-match ritual.
2: It might be the new pre-match ritual. Who knows? There's not a lot else to do at the moment, is there? So the superstitions continue.
3: How would you line up against Palace at the weekend?
2: Um I'd keep five at the back. I think we've all kind of concluded that's the way. And I'd keep it I know myself and Dad were talking, um Sace obviously hasn't played a few games, but I think I'd stick with Kilman, to be honest with you. Um and then like pretty much the same. I just don't I don't know whether it's too early to start William Willie William, really um, although he's he is really match fit, well, fit. So, and I did and think he, he made a difference
3: in the, so, the
2: players. I think maybe let's just go for it. He's here, and he's he- here to do a very specific job. So let's get him get him going. And I do feel like Palace is like Peden's team. Like he scored against them in October. He scored against them in July, and I think that's the game. So, I feel like Pedence needs to start against Palace. I feel like it's team it teamy shines against, so... I was going to but, ask
3: you a question on that, actually. Interesting, because obviously, if he goes with a similar formation, the 3-4-3, um, and maybe starts Neves and Dendonka, again, he might switch it out for for Martini or not. If you're going to play three up front, and you're going to start with William Jose and... Who would you drop out the front three out of Pedence, Neto and Traore to the bench?
2: Maybe Traore and bring him on as at the 60-minute mark, as we've seen him do a few times. I wouldn't drop Neto. I think Neto's, considering the run that we've had, I think Neto's been a very consistent player with his work rate and some of the touches he was having on those balls tonight were just really really, really good, so I'd keep Neto in and probably bring Jose in and probably keep Pedentz as well, but um, we'll see, but it's exciting that we sat here talking about options, options that we've yeah. now got, especially up front, since Jimenez and Pedentz being injured, it's not really been much of a talking point, so it's really positive that we've got options don't really, if Aitnori's injury is quite bad, I don't really know what we're going to do I mean, I assume they just have to start with Hoover and tomato um, as they finish. The other option the game. is to
3: replace Saez on that one. Yeah. Um, and Saez—that's um,
2: to be about Saez, isn't it? Because he's very, very versatile, as we yeah, all know. But it'd be nice to see come back. To be fair, because I do enjoy watching him play. He gives—he um, always
3: gives everything. I remember always remember um, that game when he was on his back at the end of the match, the Middlesbrough game, I think it was, wasn't he? When he was just a plank on the field <laughs> at the end of the uh, at the end of the game. But I, th- I think we'll have to wait and see what comes out about Aitnori. May- probably the game the weekend. Let's hope it's not nothing too serious. But on the positive side, um, on the injury front, um, obviously Nuno has mentioned about uh, Raúl Jiménez. We could see him before the end of the season, which would be amazing. Uh, someone put earlier on in the um, in the chat that he could come on and score a ninety third minute. I see injury. that? I mean,
2: that would. Be make up for the, the week. I mean, I keep saying that to one my fans. We spoke, didn't we, before, and we said it would be nice for the Albion to stay up so we could actually go to a a derby next year. But I just want them to go down again. To be honest, I don't think they add anything to the league. And
3: f- yeah, and no, finally on the uh, the wing back situation, both um, Johnny Otto and Marcel should be available in the next couple of weeks, which. I mean, Marcel's had, look, had obviously had that operation to try and sort him out.
2: But yeah, I, I mean, coming back, yeah, like back would be like back. be he for me out of all the players that we've seen at Wolves in the last. He is the most underrated player that is at Wolves. One hundred percent. I just think the way that he can control the game, the way that he can play, is just we have really missed, and no one has f- fulfilled that role in his absence.
3: Absolutely right. And uh, so all in all, a satisfying evening's work. Um, okay, it's nil-nil, but Golt not conceding a goal for the first time in 12 Premier League games. peden starting, Jose coming on. We had the best chances actually out of all of it, even though we didn't get the possession. It's, it's, it's feeling a lot more positive this week to finish off on and hopefully looking forward. If we can follow that up against Palace... Um, and be a little bit more offensive going forward. You know, things could be starting to look a little bit rosier going in and over the next few weeks.
2: Absolutely. January is always a tough month for oh, everyone.
3: Absolutely. So I
2: think, you know, we're coming to the end of it. We're seeing it through into February. And uh, let's just hope we can end the month with a, a win against Palace. I think it would be really fantastic. And another positive performance. So just build on what they've gone to tonight, which I'm sure they will do. Um so, yeah.
3: Yeah. And so just to finish off, thank you to all of our guests that have uh, phoned in tonight. If you do want to get involved on the, uh, the palace game, which will be a, 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 the extra time will be a couple of hours, about an hour and a half after the palace game is finished. Just uh, go over to the always walls, Facebook page, like it, send us a message um, or contact us um, through Instagram um, as well that you can get in touch with us but mainly on the Facebook page and we can, you could be on here with me and Amy after the match uh, against Palace and hopefully fingers crossed celebrating another good decent performance and hopefully three points would be magnificent and um, thanks again Amy for co-hosting this show with us again Thank and for you. everyone that's joined us in the chat um, until the next one Always, Always
1: wolves. Wolves.
3: fantastic. Take care, everyone. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com
0: This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network TalkSport Powered by Fans